and feel I'm a hustler, hustler against this gangster. I'm a rapper's rapper, your favorite, ain't I? Say what? Ain't I? What up, y'all? It's your boy DJ Authorize. I authorize this. The GVG brothers from the same mother. Coming at y'all on politics, sports, cars, and cigars, y'all. Give it up for the GVGs. Before we start today's podcast, of the GBGs, brothers from the same mother, talking politics, sports, cars, and cigars. The FCC has required us to let everyone know that the podcast that you're going to be listening to has been issued a Surgeon General's warning. Listening to us isn't good for your health. You've been warned. Good morning, my brother. Good morning, Vietnam. Good morning. How are you this morning? Very good. How are you? Doing well. Cool, cool. So remember last week we talked about how because of Trump and COVID, life expectancy across the United States dropped one year. I do. So the average life expectancy as a whole in the United States came in at 78.7 years with men averaging 76.2, women 81.2. The number one state with the longest life expectancy is, guess what state? Okay, let me think here. Hawaii. Yeah, very good. Hawaii uh, came in at number one, life expectancy at 81 years. Makes sense. Followed by California, 80.8. New York and Minnesota, both at 80.5. Connecticut, 80.4. West Virginia ranked the lowest, 74.4. Preceded by Mississippi, 74.6, Alabama, 75.1, Kentucky, 75.3. Notice anything? This has a, yep, I see the common denominator. Uh, Red states, blue states. Yep, yep. Better health care, less opioid uh, addictions, uh, less obesity. Two years ago, I went to the Minnesota State Fair, which is like the biggest state fair in the nation. I expected to see huge people at the state fair. Minnesota was pretty impressive. So good for you, Minnesota. You're right up there with us. Uh, But I do have a little bit of bad news. It's a little politics. I know we like to have our little family chatter at the very beginning and talk about good things. Quick, real quick. I know it sounds, you know, people are probably listening and thinking, oh, okay, one year, two year, big deal. What is an extra one and two years worth? For for life expectancy? Yeah, that's fucking priceless. Oh, my God. Well, as long as you're healthy. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. I right. mean, yeah. at, at that age, grandkids, right, and so forth, that extra year, two years? Yeah, yeah. My goal is to live into our hundreds. You and I take good care of ourselves. You've cut down having sex with strange men. Uh, on, on the street, random sex, you know, so you're not doing that as much as you used to. Chronic masturbation, I hear, is very good, so... Oh, that, so that helps your life expectancy. Yes. Got it, got it. Uh, well, yeah, grandma would be 
happy to know those early days of uh, giving you extended bath time uh, is finally paying off. Okay, this all makes sense. I think Grandma was just checking the prostate, making sure everything was working well. Correct, correct. She even caught me on camera. The added baby powder that keeps you from chafing at the very end of those baths uh, was was a necessary healthcare applicant to help increase your life expectancy. <laughs> Seriously, if you and Summer keep sending baby powder pictures, I will skin you both and wear you like a coat. Oh my God. Well, that's kind of a red state. Your life expectancy just dropped like five years, I think, with that comment. Let's <laughs> talk about uh, the uh, orange tang, the orange orangutan, the, I call him the orange tang, piece of shit who said the coronavirus would go away in a few days, who said by Easter it would be gone, who said the warm weather would kill it, who wouldn't wear a mask, and who wouldn't let his fucking idiotic followers know he was vaccinated. He now wants credit for the vaccine. Why don't we just give him credit for discovering America while we're at it? And then the rusty trombone brothers, McRedneck and Graham Cracker, are saying the Dems were trying to take credit for the stock market and the economic recovery outlook it's it's actually trump's recovery you know what they need to go back to the orchestra trombonies the tromboni brothers let's define rusty trombone really quickly i'm not going to define it go to urban dictionary look up rusty trombone and maybe you'll get a good chuckle what do you think steve i i think it's it's good yes yes you think what rusty trombone's good or Absolutely. Wait, giving or receiving? <laughs> well, <laughs> you're used to, you know, doing it by yourself, which I don't understand how you can do that. I was a contortionist in another life. Okay, and you also had a lot of solos, I guess, when you were in the orchestra. <laughs> Saw me banging on the sofa. It wasn't me. I don't know if you heard this one. Jim Time with Jim Jordan. You know that he was a assistant wrestling coach OSU at Ohio State. First off, if you can't even make it to wrestling coach, if you're the assistant wrestling coach, that kind of tells me right right there that you're you're kind of a pussy, okay? And don't wrestlers use baby powder? They probably do. They don't, probably do. Don't they have penetrating moves? Um, I'm going to go with you on this pin, one. I don't know. Pin them, pin them. Well, I remember when you were a little kid. Okay, uh, me and my best buddy used to take you to the room. Okay, we'd actually put you down on the floor, pin you, and then we would hock loogies out of our mouth and just let them hang over your face. We would give you little noogies on your chest, make you cry, and pinch your inner thigh. And today we call that child abuse, but go ahead. Yeah, I know. I probably could go to jail for right? that right now. Yeah. You know what's shocking is, and I still don't need therapy. I know. Well, let's talk to your uh, your your partner about that one. See what she says. Anyway, Jim Jordan, students reported being sexually abused. They went to Jim Jordan uh, yep. to let him know that this was happening. And guess what he did? He covered it up. Yeah, nothing. Didn't that happen to Joe Paterno? He didn't say anything. He didn't do anything. And then he was yep. let go, fired. Jim Jordan's a piece of shit. He doesn't own a sport coat. Jim Jordan doesn't own... He never has a coat on. He always has his, you know, it looks like it looks like a guy dressed up in his father's clothing. <laughs> okay. Just, 
we're gonna have to we're gonna have to examine this one. Okay. Okay. Keep an eye out for Jim Jordan and uh, if the zippers in the back end of his jeans. Here's a a story that I never knew. This guy, uh, David Dobrik, he's a famous YouTuber. Was supposed to be this great influencer. He gave away cars to people. He was supposed to be a good guy. Anyway, he's been doing these practical jokes. He did this practical joke with uh, one of the guys involved with this show. This guy was supposed to make out with this girl who was wearing a mask of a guy. And it turns out that it really wasn't a girl wearing a mask. It was a guy wearing the mask. It was all fucked up. And he went off and thought it was so great. And supposedly this guy's been... Uh, taking advantage of people and abusing them and not paying his bills and just being a total scum fuck. I, I don't get it. What's with, why is it so hard for some guys to just be good when you think they're good and they just disappoint you? I don't, I don't understand what that's all about. I I think these guys who get a position of power, right? Just, it's just, everything's so easy for them. It's just so easy. They could do whatever the fuck they want. And get away with it. I feel for people that, you know, followed this guy for such a long time and now have to find out that he's really kind of a pig. You know, we thought Andrew Cuomo was saving New York. And here he was, you know, being a almost like a predator. 22-year-old women. I hope, uh, I think he's going to be impeached. I got a question for you. There's, yeah. a, lot, there's a lot of creepy shit out there. Uh, Twitter crushes, people being stuck at home. Uh, because of COVID, you know, these horror stories that people have, uh, you're, you're pretty, uh, a big influencer on, on Twitter. How do you feel about giving people your name on Twitter and letting them send us questions and comments about, you know, things that they're experiencing that, uh, may be fucked up and maybe we can, uh, talk to them. So it's funny you say that because, uh, when I lost my large account, it's funny because, you know, I'd tell some off-color jokes, you know, some things that people found sexist, but they know I'm not, but whatever. So anyways, pretty big following. It's pretty funny, right? Now I'm trying to do way more motivational stuff. And um, so I've been putting a lot of things out there. It's bad out there right now. It's yeah. bad. Yeah. And you look, you and I, we never claim to be role models. We've both been kicked off of Twitter for saying shit. We've been kicked off of lots of social media things for saying shit. We don't, we don't claim to be role models. We're not in position of power. We are what we are. We, we call it, you know, as we see it, be it Republicans or Democrats. I think that's great that you're trying to be someone positive and helping people. This is why I would never run for politics, right? Because I can't fuck. No, everything will come up that I've done in my past. No, I'm okay with that. But now I figured, Let's move on and let's be a good influencer and so forth. But let me tell you, a lot of things I see on Twitter, predators. I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, it's, it's, well, I've been exposing these guys, but I make sure that I have all my proof, right? And we're just exposing these guys. And uh, these people have, most people have two accounts. They call it a backup account if you get kicked off, right? These guys have 20 accounts. Uh, they're men, the pretender are women. They try to do this. They try to get pictures. They try to extort. It's just nonstop. We say a lot of shit. We aren't always the best influencers out there, but you trying to 
help people uh, come out of the closet and uh, get healthier and uh, work out. You and I have always been true believers of working out and staying in shape. Right. Uh, I know people uh, follow you a lot because of what you do on Twitter. I think it's great. So what's your Twitter name so people can write into you and ask questions? Sure. It's SRFN underscore fitness. So like surf and fitness. fitness. Yeah. Yeah. So here's what's funny. So I have a big motivational challenge out there right now, hundred and probably 40 people in it. Um, the, the prizes I'm giving away for this one is baby powder, apple. baby powder and Gwyneth Paltrow's candle. Um, no goop. Nope. We don't no. want goop. Don't you have a candle that says smells like my fart? Okay, that's just nasty. Sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. So anyways, uh, I have a MacBook Pro and two Dell laptops. Around eight grand worth of prices that I paid for that I'm giving away just to get people motivated. And uh, it's it's amazing. I mean, if I read you some of the comments that I've been getting. I also heard you were giving away one of your Lamborghinis. Is that true? Uh, that is false. That's that false? Is inc- yes. Okay. So I tweeted something today. I'm all about just trying to be positive. I'm curious. How do you feel about, I'm going to tell you something, and I want to get your feedback. Okay. I said today was, have you ever stared at somebody for 10 minutes and fell in love? Then, you know, dot, dot, dot. Then you realize you're staring in the mirror. I said, after this fitness contest, I hope you do that. Okay? It's all about self-love, feeling good about yourself. This one woman came at me today saying, that's the most narcissistic thing I've ever heard, blah, blah, blah. And I don't mean it that way. All I want is people to start loving themselves. I want you to want me. Do you think it's narcissistic? No, I don't think it's narcissistic. Unless you're showing a picture of yourself in front of a mirror when you tweet that. Then it might look that way. But Absolutely. I that. But no, it's just all about self-love. And what I've learned is, you know what? I always thought that I was very confident forever. And I really wasn't. I actually really didn't get my confidence until like four years ago. Right. And and confident about myself. Right. And then kind of knowing your self worth. And once that happens, lots of good things fall in place. Does that make sense? Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And I'm glad you're confident. I think that's, uh, I think that's something I always thought you were pretty confident. A lot of it was fake. I think. Okay. I respect you saying that. Uh, all right. Mr. Confidence, let's 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 move on. I'm pretty confident that uh, our three followers are now excited about hearing a couple other quick stories. Here, here's what I got to say: a, a, a few quick topics before we get into politics. West Coast Bagels, Rag and Bone, Papa John's, Pepe Le Pew, and getting bedazzled. West Coast Bagels. An article came out in New York Times about. West Coast may be having the best bagels in the country. Fuck you. There's no fucking way. Suck my bagel. Okay? It, it ain't going to happen. Stick to Mexican food. Stick to refried beans. You guys conquered that. And uh, maybe a little in and out. Come on. Stick to what you know. You know, I'm going to go with our West Coast bagels. Sorry, brother. Oh, my God. Okay, moving on. Rag and bone. This... This is one of my favorite clothing lines, okay? I love them. I love the brand. I love it because it's so fucking expensive. There's no way I'm paying $125 for a fucking t-shirt. I I wear this True Religion t-shirts and this I follow this 
brand. I love True Religion. $40 for a t-shirt. $125 for a short sleeve t-shirt. Give me a fucking break. Well, can I tell you a little secret? Yes. My good friend was the founder of True Religion. Her name's Kim Gold. Oh, really? Very, very good friend of mine. And just so you know, brother, yes. that her jeans at one time were five, six, seven hundred dollars okay? Then she sold the company for, I, I, don't correct me, $800 million. Uh-huh. I think maybe Liz Claiborne or someone bought them, and now they're, yeah, they're inexpensive and stuff. And I don't, I'm sure it's different fabric and stuff, but True Religion used to be the brand of for jeans. I love True Religion, and I still, I'm a still big follower, but I wasn't, it became a True Religion for me when it wasn't $500 a pair for a pair of jeans. That's when I converted. And Marshalls carries them now, so you're good. There you go. Good, good, good. I'll, I'll, I'll wear rag and bone whenever you send it to me. But, and just so you know, 120 bucks for a T-shirt in the fashion world? Yeah, I know. Oh, I know. That's, look at Givenchy, Fendi, Gucci. T-shirt with a little ghost on it, you know, is $650. Uh, I can't deal with this. Yeah, I know. Let's talk about, uh, real quick, Papa John, CEO. Uh, he He's tired of people calling him a racist, uh, but then he came out and said, I'm tired of people calling me a racist. I'm not a racist. I just spent the last 20 months trying to get the N-word out of my vocabulary. Uh, what, <laughs> you, not only are you a racist, you're a stupid fucking racist. Moving on. Pepe Le Pew. Cancel culture. Pepe's been kicked out of Space Champ too. Pepe Le Pew, because he was often on the quest for love. He had unwanted advances, usually towards a black cat, accidentally, who got a white stripe painted on his back. Too forceful. He's been cancel cultured, not going to be allowed into into Space Jam 2. I mean, what? <laughs> Is it going a little too far? Uh, maybe, maybe they could just have Peppy apologize. How about that? In Space Jam 2, have Peppy come up and say, I'm very sorry. I didn't mean to take advantage of that little young pussy cat with that white stripe. I thought she was... Oh, I apologize. Oh, see you play. <laughs> the, the funniest part is watching you do that on video. Oh, see I, play. <laughs> with that high-pitched voice, I think you were grabbing your scrotum extremely hard. Oh, speaking of grabbing my scrotum... Good... Good transition to our last little quickie. Uh, groomers are bedazzling their dog's testicles with glitter. I mean, this has got to be an L.A. thing, and I'm only saying that because I'm pretty sure when you got out of the bathtub, besides baby powder, Grandma used to bedazzle your testicles. So blue is my favorite color. Uh-huh. And I just thought it looked beautiful. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. I still do it today. You still have blue balls today. Yeah, I like Swarovski crystals. I like to crystallize them. So you know what's funny is, that could be the reason why I chipped your tooth. Saw me banging on the sofa. It wasn't me. <laughs> I get it. I get it. It took me a second. I had to picture that. I get it. <laughs> yeah. And, and why I always have a bad taste in my mouth. Moving on. East Coast. West Coast. Keeping it real. Now it's time for the GBGs to school us on some politics. Let's go. We got our Biden COVID bill, the American U.S. recovery bill passed, but not a single 
fucking Republican backed it. Okay, so I got to tell you something. They should maybe start rethinking about why they're politicians. Those fuckwad piece of shit turd balls, disgusting redneck racists, all white supremacists, KKK, MAGA motherfuckers. I'm starting to sound like Michael Rappaport. I know it, but let me just... Let me just read this, okay, Steve, because it's important. Sure. The measure will provide $350 billion for state and local and tribal governments, $10 billion for critical state infrastructure. Infrastructure sounded kind of Jewish when I said that. Infrastructure uh, projects, $14 billion for distribution of a vaccine, $130 billion for primary and secondary schools. The bill also includes $30 billion for transit agencies, $45 billion in rental, utility, and mortgage assistance, and billions more for small businesses and live performance venues. It would provide another round of direct payments for American taxpayers, sending checks of up to $1,400 to individuals making $80,000 or less, single parents earning $120,000 or less, and couples without household incomes of no more than $160,000. Federal unemployment benefits of $300 per week would be extended through September 6th. I mean, there are so many child tax credits, child poverty. Uh, This is huge for child poverty. The fucking Republicans are acting like we're taking it out of their Vaseline allowance. I mean, I don't get it. Was there, and, and again, was that the $15 an hour minimum wage bill in there, or did they take that out? Do we that, know? That was taken out. That They said that that couldn't be part of that. And, okay, so Biden's going to go after that. Here's what I love about California. Do you know Santa Monica? The city of Santa Monica um, has a $15 minimum wage. In Santa Monica, in the city of Santa Monica. Yeah, yeah. I love Santa yeah. Monica. You know why I love Santa Monica? Your favorite burritos. Oh, my God. Campos. The original Campos. The best burrito in the fucking world. Avocado burritos. Campos. If I got any perk from doing this podcast, that would be the perk that I would want. Just send me some good fucking Campos avocado burritos. A couple turkey tacos. Campos, you guys. It's on... Pico in 20, 20th, I think, right near Santa Monica College. Whenever we fly from New York to California, I haul my family straight to Campos. First place we go, get some avocado burritos. I mean, I know no one likes them as much as I do, but I love them. No, no, they're, they're amazing. They're amazing. And then you need to try our bagels. They're even better. Oh, my God. Arkansas bans measures of all abortions. Alabama tried it. Uh, It's been blocked by a federal judge. Basically, the Alabama and the Arkansas laws would uh, forbid abortions in almost every instance. It does not provide exceptions for cases of rape or incest. What they're trying to do is they're trying to challenge Roe versus Wade in the Supreme Court. Now that it's a conservative court, they want that law appealed and they want to overturn it. Uh, Here's all I can say about those fucking states, Alabama, Arkansas, the red states, uh, Graham Cracker, Mitch the Bitch. Wake the fuck up. Embrace 
the diversity in our world, or get the fuck off this planet. I'm tired of men trying to make decisions for women. Wait, okay, look, a poll was recently taken. I don't know if you know this. 99.9% of women in the United States thought Mitch McConnell was so fucking ugly that he should get a face transplant. So, does that mean if voted, his face can be removed without his consent? I mean, what's fair is fair, right? You know, it's interesting. So here's what's going to happen. Obviously, something like that would never happen in New York, California, because it's it's a state law, right? So right. that would never But Arkansas and um, Alabama, I think that's what you said. What's going to happen is the rich kids who happen to get pregnant, right, are just going to go over to a neighboring state that allows it and have abortion. It's what it's now going after is probably the low income, right? And then hopefully we don't have backyard abortions and people die. Yeah. Roe versus Wade is important. Women's right to make decisions about their body is yep. absolute. So, and it shouldn't even be questioned. So real quick, my partner, who's a pretty devout Christian, Your right? Your sexual and, partner? No, my business partner. Oh, okay. So. And he's, she used to be extremely far right. He or and she? She, a woman. Yeah. She used to be uh, far right, very, very Christian, right? She's now... Probably more leaning towards Democrat, but on the far right side, right, of a Democrat. But I asked her about abortion, okay? And she brought up something amazing. She's extremely brilliant. She's like, if the states would provide financial assistance, right, for somebody who doesn't have the money, who, let's say, made that mistake, right, and to help the child, then, yes, I would be against abortion. But that's never going to happen, and I think the women have the right to choose, Women do have the right to choose. He said, yeah, and so, so this is somebody It shouldn't even could, be a law. It shouldn't even be a discussion. Women should just have the right to choose. It shouldn't be a debate. Women should have the right to choose. Looking at Mitch McConnell makes me really realize the importance of abortion. <laughs> Are y'all ready for some football? It's time for GBG's Weekly Takes on Sports. Y'all, we're back. Sports! Time to go to sports! Okay, you know who Michael Rappaport is, right? Of course, I love him. Okay, do you know who Julian Edelman is? Of course. I don't know too many sports players, right? But yes, I know who he is. Okay, there's a basketball player named Myers Leonard. He was video gaming, and it was being streamed, and he was... Look, video gamers, fuck shit, oh my god, motherfucker, kill, you know, they, they're pretty violent and abusive, but they're, they're gaming. He ended up saying a derogatory, anti-Semitic word that starts with a K, and Rappaport went off, went off on him. The, the guy's been suspended from the Miami Heat, I believe that's the team he's with, but Jewish NFL star Julian Edelman says that anti-Semitic slurs, such as the ones uttered by Myers Leonard, is the result of casual ignorance. Often somebody uneducated that doesn't understand the word that they're saying. And he said, listen, Leonard, I don't think you meant to say what you said. I don't think you understand what you said. I'm down in Miami fairly often. Let's do a Shabbat dinner with some of my friends and I'll show you a fun time. Leonard later issued an apology 
claiming he was not aware of the hateful history of the word, and he vowed to educate himself about it. I got to give that guy props. Everyone's saying it's not a sufficient, well, Rappaport saying it's not a sufficient apology. Uh, I I agree with Edelman. I think that this guy Leonard just didn't, was ignorant, didn't know what the fuck he was saying and was, you know, whatever. It's it's exhausting being pissed off like Rappaport is all the time. I love Rappaport, but I'd love to see him happy again. I don't know if you saw when Biden was elected and he was so, he was happy in a fuck you Republican kind of way. That works yep. for me. But let's let's try to be happy. You know what? I, actually, I, I, I didn't follow him on Twitter, but I saw his posts all the time, right? And um, I liked him. I liked him. I, I, I personally think he's spot on. I love his energy, right? And um, I personally think he's a fucking great guy. He is. I like, I lo- I like-, I like him. I just wish he'd be happier. He's always, I know. He's always so I know. mad. Is he a New Yorker, I assume? Yes, yes, yes. I love him. All right. Cars. It's that time again, my people. Where little brother teaches big brother about cars. And we're not talking Hot Wheels, y'all. Okay, cars, cars, cars. Let's talk cars. We, we, we're not going to talk about your Lamborghinis, your your Benny Putas, your Putagamis, your uh, <laughs> Signatories, your uh, Mercedes G Spot wagons, your uh, what else? Your your Porsche Cayenne Pepper, your what are the some uh, your? You. No, I'm not going to tell you. Okay, okay, don't tell me. Let's talk, yes. Let's talk about what's the craziest thing that you've ever done. In a car. This one's this one's nasty, and um, but okay, I'll say it. Whatever, I don't care. So, I I <laughs> I was 18, and I borrowed mom's car because mine wasn't working, and I happened to meet a neighbor across the way who might have been married, and she wanted to go out to the movies. So we went to the movies, right? And um. I'm driving mom's sporty ass Nissan Sentra with really nice sheepskins that I put in it. Remember sheepskins back in the day? Yeah, we call them schmooey skins. Go ahead. Okay, well, you might call them something else. You might call them splooey after this. But oh, anyways. wait. Oh. Remember, <laughs> anyway. grandma's looking down on you right now. Just remember that. Oh, so just, you know, mom's looking down and she's going to say, oh my God, after I tell the story. But so let's just say. She wanted to have sex in the car, so we had sex in the car, and um, I dropped her off at the house. I put mom's car away, and I think the next day, I don't know, I think we, I got my car running or something. Well, then mom comes home, proceeds to tell me that, because uh, I always kept mom's car clean and stuff. I, I washed it for everything. She's like, you spilled something all over the seats. It took me 45 minutes to clean the seats. Oh, my God. I just... <laughs> I think I just vomited in my mouth a little bit. Even me on camera. We might have just lost two of the three of our listeners, I think. Yeah, yeah, but actually, next week, if you want one, I have one that might be actually a little bit better. Okay, good. So, you want to hear mine? Good. Oh, we're out of time. Sorry, we're going to cigars! Oh, my God, how'd that happen? Sorry, Summer. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to talk cigars. Smoke them 
if you got them. Spoken! Cigars. CF Dominicana is a brand noted for providing cigar rollers for weddings, golf events. Uh, They feature an imported Dominican cigar nationwide. Starting March this month, this year, they're announcing a new feature for cigar-friendly retailers, bars, and restaurants in the U.S. that include free cigar roller demonstrations for for their establishments known as cigar catering. That's awesome. We love cigar rollers, seeing them do that. Remember when we were in the Bahamas and we went to Greycliff? Uh, yep, so we, we met the owner, and again, those used to be my favorite cigars, especially the purple label, Greycliff, purple label. Purple Shaggies. Purple label, Greycliffs. And, um, purple label, Greycliffs. We with the cigar rollers, right, and they were educating us, and you know, if, if anybody ever goes to the Bahamas, I, I, I suggest uh, stopping at Greycliff. You know, they call it a five-star dinner. I'm going to disagree with that part. Well, I'm not because I want them to uh, comp us oh, for our next. I think they're six-star. Let's let's cut that part out. If you're ever going to go to the Bahamas, I suggest you stop at Greycliff. Amazing. Definitely five-star dinner. And if you could get a tour, I think we talked about this before, of the um, wine cellar. Wine cellar cave it's amazing but they also the had fact- a chocolate factory and we went into the back room where they were rolling cigars oh no no actually what you're thinking is uh so right when you walk in there's that bar there do you remember where you sit down you can light up a cigar and the woman's sinking itself yes yeah which is amazing. we had dinner and then we saw the roller and the owner kind of showed us a different way to light a cigar and so forth where you light it and then kind of like shake it upside down shake it like that yeah Exactly. And then you turn it and turn it, turn it, which is great. But then what you're thinking about is I think they have a few residents there that you can rent out, but we went to the bar over there and then we met all the people there. Yeah. We went to the bar, but around that swimming pool. And then we went yeah. up the stairs to that back yeah. room and they had a little, uh, humidor, I think where you could go in and look at cigars that they have. Yeah. It was awesome. I love that place. But they, they treated us like royalty there. And it was a really good experience. I think we've been there three times now. Yeah, it's incredible. Love it. We, we're going to go back. Maybe that's where we should go back when we yeah. go back. Let's go back there. And finally, we need to pay homage to the whack job of the week. The curse of the worst. Coming at y'all right now, folks. It's time. It's that time. Butt crack, whack job of the week. Lauren Bobbitt, who sounds like Lorena Babbitt. I mean, oh my God. I want to rip into this crazy bitch. I think there's uh, even a, a huge Twitter world. Uh, hate We hate Lauren Bobbitt. She's comparing Trump's wall to the security fence around the Capitol. I mean, let's think about this for a second. She's claiming Democrats were against the wall in Mexico to Democrats putting up the security blockade at the Capitol. You protect what you love, Bobbert says, as she walked in front of the Capitol building. President Trump built a big, beautiful wall because he loves America, because he wanted to secure our country. Democrats, they fought every step of the way. And now, welcome to Fort Pelosi, where Democrats decry walls from within their own heavily guarded razor wire wall. 
she continues that Democrats don't want to protect you because they don't care about you, but they'll spare no expense protecting themselves. Madam Speaker, tear down this wall. Who the fuck is this whack job? She's got a rap sheet that's humongous. She's been arrested 11 times since 2003. Uh, on Insurrection Day on January 6th, she, she had the tweets of, America is depending on all of us today. Today is 1776. Get ready, y'all. Remember, these next 48 hours, these are some of the most important days in American history. The speaker has been removed from the chamber. She's dangerous. Yep, and, and this is the one, hey, let's tear down the, the fences um, in front of the Capitol. But yes, I carry a gun everywhere I go. A rap sheet of 11 arrests? She's also been cited multiple times, and I verified this, for, she has, I believe, four kids, for having them in a car without seatbelts. When you put her together in the House with our number two nominee, the butt crack whack job of the week, Marjorie Taylor Greene, that's a whorehouse of representatives. That QAnon conspiracy supporting Congresswoman moved to adjourn the House of Representatives during the vote call for Biden's package. I mean, it failed. Even Republicans voted against her. She's just a lunatic. You, you know what's funny? I, I heard Bobbert backing Green. And to me, that's like chlamydia vouching for syphilis. Honey gave me that she got me red-handed, creepy with a girl next door. I like that comparison. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's good. That's, sure, thank you. That's good. Can you imagine Bobbert, Green, McConnell, and Graham all stuck on the island? Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip. That would be the worst game of fuck, Mary kill. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, although, I don't know, there's, there's a part of me that kind of feels they would live together in harmony, knowing that they had each other, they could... Oh, never mind. I'm but, getting nauseous. But I guess if anybody wants to have some fun, do a Google search. Lauren Bobbert modeling pictures. You want to have a good joke on that? Oh, my God. It's the funniest thing. She's wearing some, like, jeans bent over with her huge tramp stamp in the back. And, and she's got, I call them summer teeth. Summer teeth. That, do you know what that means? Is that... Named after that, our producer, Summer? <laughs> no, 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 no. Summer teeth. That means summer here and summer there. Oh, I like that. Here on When she smiles, she looks like a rake. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that. Okay, finally, our number three, butt crack, whack job of the week, Piers Morgan. He hates Meghan Markle for one reason. He interviewed her, okay, he, he gave her his cell phone number and said she would call him and she ghosted him. And ever since, he's hated her. So I'm not into this royal family soap opera and I don't really shed too many tears for right. in, incredibly rich royalty. Very sad about the way they've been treated. But you can't make fun of mental illness and suicide. Piers Morgan playing the fucking free speech card and saying this shit that she was faking it is it's just bullshit. He's a fucking crybaby. 
he stormed off his set and then he was fired. So the dude, the dude needs some baby powder. Maybe he could think it, right? Why would you say that? How do you know what's going through that woman's head? Why? I, I, I don't get it. I don't get it either. I don't get it. Yeah. So here, the, here are your choices this week. Lauren Boebert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Piers Morgan, who gets the butt crack whack job of the week award. I mean, I, I see we go Pierce uh, Morgan, Morgan because Bobber and Green are going to be in the runnings every fucking week. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Pierce, you win it from Costco. You'll be getting a case of Vaseline intensive care gel. Uh, good luck with that. And, uh, and some Kleenex because you're a whiny little bitch. <laughs> exactly. And I've decided we should end each show with a segment called Summer Smile. And we're naming that after our producer, Summer. She found this great article about a teen who set up a fake cosmetic site so women can report domestic violence while pretending to shop. Polish teenager Christina Pazko, 18, has always been interested in human rights, long serving as a leader in her scouting troop. When she learned that domestic violence Rates have been rising since the pandemic. She decided to put her leadership skills towards good. The high school student created a fake Facebook page for imaginary cosmetics company called Chamomile and Pansies with the idea that a domestic violence victim can hide requests for help by appearing to be simply shopping online. I I think it's amazing. In fact, I'm... I think I'm going to cry, and I'm not joking. I just, I, I love hearing that. I know. It was great. It's how we should end each one of our podcasts. So, uh, damn, that was a lot. Uh, let's get out of here, bro. Sun's out, love sun's you. out, man. East Coast hey. out. West Coast, bye-bye. Love I love you, Bagel. Love, love you, brother. Adios. Love you they are the original GBGs. See y'all next week. And remember this. They care about y'all. So don't piss them the fuck off. DJ Orthodox, out of here. Just wave.